Hello and welcome to another installment of Bar Talk Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about law via discussions, interviews, and news updates. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Omaha Bar Association Bar Talk podcast. I am Executive Director of the Omaha Bar, Dave Summers. I'm here today with Kenny Jacobs of Jacobs Alexander Law Firm here in Omaha. Uh, Kenny, welcome. Thank you. For the listeners at home, can you tell us what building we're in right now? Right now, we are in the historic library building in downtown Omaha. And as I understand it, uh, you're, you're moving out of here. Yeah, we're moving uh, in just a couple days. The uh, housing authority is pending purchase on this building. Uh, and they're gonna move their their offices into this building and that leaves us with uh, nowhere to practice law right now. <laughs> There's a, there is a lot of lawyers in this building. I looked at the directory on the way in. There's There's gotta be somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of 30 plus attorneys, right? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, I'm in the executive suites where there's seven attorneys here. Um, it's been a pretty constant number since I moved in here about three years ago now of about eight or nine. And upstairs there's a couple bigger firms and a few solo practitioners up on the third floor as well. So it's a, it's a good space for attorneys. And right across from the courthouse, which is great. Um, so where are you moving to? Uh, we're moving to the Douglas building. Uh, the people in the executive suites thought we could uh, swing a swing a space over there and maybe be a little more cost effective if we split one one office space between seven people. Certainly. Now uh, you you don't have the traditional um, story of attorneys in Omaha. You're not from here. You didn't go to school here, but now you're here. Can you can you tell them about your story? That's correct. I. Uh, I'm a transplant. I'm originally from Missouri, uh, and I went to law school in Vermilion, South Dakota at the University of South Dakota. Uh, when I was in law school, my now wife was working in Omaha, so I did spend a summer uh, clerking at the Federal Public Public Defender and didn't graduate in the best time <laughs> in 2009. It's a little depressed. I, I know what that's like. Same year. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, took a job in Sioux Falls, South Dakota with the uh, anticipation of moving back to Omaha in like a year or two and then a year or two turned into like six so I decided to just hang my own shingle about three years ago now and okay. move here because my wife always wanted to move back to Omaha so and how has it been these last three years ah uh, I would say successful because I've been able to pay my bills and pay myself and I would define that as a success so <laughs> so far so good absolutely better than some uh, for sure on that on that side um, You've you've really come a long ways in in integrating yourself into the local legal community. Um, can you talk about some of the things that you've done? Yeah, so I've tried to just essentially put myself out there by going to Omaha Bar Association events. The kickoff was a the the fall barbecue kickoff was a great one. I got to meet a ton of attorneys, judges uh, at that. Um, I've you know recently the last couple of years I've done the field day. Uh, I also have done the networks through the Nebraska State Bar Association because I just figure that's a good way to know people. Um, so I've, I've just kind of put myself out there to get to know people. 
and I've seen you down at the courthouse at the self-help desk. Yeah, I haven't been there as much lately because I've been a little bit busier, but when I first started my practice and I wasn't as busy as I am now, I would just go to the self-help desk. I, I didn't feel that giving two, three hours, one time a month was that big of a commitment. Um, and I would encourage others to do that. I've met a lot of other attorneys that have done that, um, you know, because bigger firms have a pro bono requirement. And that's a good way to knock out a pro bono requirement. So you get to meet people who I would never interact with on a daily basis that do a lot of different work than I do. And you, um, you've made some good cases off of appointments. And when we talk about the uh, walk through the courts uh, program every fall with new attorneys, we do mention that, and and you're sort of a success story of you've you've had success with court appointments. Uh, yeah, I well, I was a former public defender, so I feel pretty comfortable doing you know court appointment work because that's all I did for six years. Um, and then when I moved here, I was able to get on the court appointment list uh, because of my time at the with the clerkship at the federal public defender's office. They also put me on the list for those appointments as well. So I've just tried to make sure I keep up with the. Uh, you know, not a lot of people know this, but Douglas County has a CLE requirement uh, for the criminal list. Um, so I guess not a lot of new attorneys know about that. Um, so I just try to keep up with those and go to the federal CLEs as well to make sure people kind of remember my face for appointments. And I guess we should ask the question right now, what sort of work do you do? Uh, I do mostly criminal defense uh, with some family law. Uh, the family law civil stuff is starting to be less and less because I've been doing more and more criminal, which is what I'm more comfortable with. Although I did just get a decision from the Court of Appeals affirming a divorce case that I tried in October, so maybe I was doing, doing good work on that, so maybe I should keep doing that. <laughs> um, and so in the criminal uh, practice, criminal law practice world, what, what uh, what's the most exciting case that you've worked on to date that that you could uh, regale our listeners with in Omaha or anywhere yeah let, let's go South Dakota yeah. if, if you need to go there again. um like the biggest cases I've ever worked on were in South Dakota because I, I did a, tried a couple murder cases uh, wow. when I was there um you know some of the stuff is I guess the the cases that I remember are some of the bigger cases, just because those are the ones you spend the more time on. Mm -hmm. um, but there's one one gentleman, for instance, who was uh, convicted of manslaughter. We pled guilty to manslaughter, and uh, he was convicted of essentially killing his cellmate while he was in prison in South Dakota. And him and I still converse on probably a monthly basis through the uh, like uh, Prisoner Connect network, um, just to see how he how he's doing because he's was essentially abandoned by his family after he went to the penitentiary originally and it's just he's a he's a nice guy to talk to and you don't really get to see that part of people unless you you deal with them one-on-one -on -one like I have been able to so and going back to the beginning what drew you to law practice to, to be a lawyer <sighs> truthfully <laughs> my Dad does construction, and when I was like 14, 15, 16, he would take me out in the middle of summer, make me work, uh, uh, and take me out in, during Christmas break and make me work in 20 degrees below uh, mm -hmm. zero. And he says, if you really want to do this, that's fine, but this is what you have to work in on a daily basis. So he kind of instilled the, 
don't do this for a living into me. <laughs> Go to college, get a degree, and do something more. So I guess that's that's probably the reason why is because he just wanted something better for me uh, than what he was doing. So. Sure. Um, do you have any advice for uh, for people new to Omaha or or new to the practice of law? What what should they do that you you messed up on or anything like that? Some I've messed up a lot. <laughs> That's how you learn, is how you, you make mistakes, so you mess up, and don't be afraid to mess up. Uh, generally, it's pretty hard to really screw something up bad. Um, it can always be fixed. Uh, the, the one thing is, don't be afraid to ask people. Um, you know, Dave, you put me in contact with somebody who was newer to the bar, um, and actually I ended up going to law school with his brother and graduated oh. law school with his brother from the University of South Dakota so that was kind of a weird connection um, but he's asked me questions and so I think that you know it's it would be good for younger attorneys to reach out through the Omaha Bar Association to maybe somebody who is in a specific practice area since the bars Omaha Bar Association has that list of people who do you know certain cases for lawyer lawyer referral services to just say, hey, I'm looking for somebody who does this. Can you can you put me into contact with somebody? And just don't be afraid to ask questions. Even if it's a dumb question, just don't be afraid to ask dumb questions because sometimes I ask dumb questions all the time uh, and just because it's like, I think this is the way it is, but I just want to double check with somebody beforehand. It, it's, it's a simple yet really uh, important truth that if you don't ask the questions and you get it wrong, it's on you and it's not that hard to ask the questions yeah. but sometimes our egos get in the way of asking a yeah. question if it could be seen as stupid and we should have all answers but we really don't yeah. you know we're we're human we don't have all answers and get that outside confirmation that you're doing something right that's really important especially if you're in solo practice right, right? right. where you don't have that sounding board on a day-to-day right. -day basis and that's the nice thing about this building is there's other attorneys and they've been you know more than happy to allow me to ask them questions as well as they've come and ask me questions at the same time so mm -hmm. it's that's really nice you know being a solo is tough because of just being by yourself and that's why I think especially solos or small practice firms you have to you have to network and build that that kind of group of attorneys to, to speak with absolutely yeah I, I, I am biased obviously uh, but <laughs> but uh, having a strong community of lawyers uh, speaking with each other and and having those connections, I think, is pretty important. We have the steak fry uh, later today um, that the Barristers Club puts on. And yeah. We'll go out there and eat some steaks, or vegetarian steaks, in my opinion, and have a few drinks with some judges, and that'll be good, yeah. good community building for everybody. Exactly. Um, and you got the kickoff coming up here in, like, uh, what, six weeks? We got, yeah, barbecue uh, kickoff uh, annual. It's our 48th, and it's going to be on September 6th. Um, at First National Wealth Management, they First National knows how to put on a good, yeah, a good party, and uh, so that's yeah, well, 400 plus there. Yeah. It's always a big event, so um, those those big events are are good to see people you haven't seen in a long time and reconnect and ask the question right there. You know, they even that's been burning a hole in your brain. Yeah, uh, make sure you're in the right direction. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do you want to talk about with the The other, the other thing listeners. about getting to know people is I was approached by, maybe maybe you approached me about being on the 
uh, committee for lawyer referral service. That's right. Uh, so if somebody approaches you about being on a committee, whether it be for the state bar or for a local bar, I think you, you know it's a good opportunity to jump on that because then you get to meet all sorts of people that you wouldn't normally deal with on a on a daily basis. So that's also another really good way to to kind of put your name out there. You are yes, you are a um, a leader in the Omaha Bar Association as the liaison from the lawyer referral service committee to the executive council. So you're uh, you're privy to the executive council meetings and taking that information back to LRS and uh, bringing information to the executive council yeah. um, from the LRS. So that's uh, that's a role that you've taken on here and um, done very well. And I think I was nominated for that at a meeting I missed. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that may happen from time to time that we uh, we nominate in absentia. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, um, I'm. I have to say, I love this building. I'm I'm sorry to to see you move out. I'm I'm sad to leave this building. Uh, I've only been here about three years now, but uh, it feels like it's been longer than three years. And I really pictured myself in this building for the long haul. And it's sad to move out of this building, but uh, I guess we have no choice in the matter. So hopefully they treat it well, the new tenants, right? Ho- hopefully. <laughs> well, uh, Kenny, thank you so much for your time and. Uh, if you want to see pictures uh, related to this building in Kenny's office, it will be on the Facebook page for the Omaha Bar Association at facebook.com slash Omaha Bar Association. Thanks so much, Kenny. Thank you.